Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the Rundown with Rob Sanders. We're waiting. Welcome into the rundown. I'm Rob Sanders, part of your new lineup right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. Featuring myself from 3 to 4, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk will join you from 4 to 6. Lawton is the czar of Clemson Sports. So if you're a Clemson fan, you want to check that out. But hey, it's he, he calls it peeking over the fence, where you can actually check out some uh, info on Clemson, but he does stuff on uh, just about everybody. Lawton's very accepting. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I'm trying to be nice like Lawton. I just, I kind of fail at it sometimes. But check out Lawton today from 4 to 6. Now, when you do check out Lawton today, he leaves the studio after I do. And for some reason, I come in here every day and the Lifetime Network is on. What are you watching, Lawton Swan? This is a sports talk studio, sir. I don't get it. I guess from four to six, Lawton Swan's watching the Lifetime Network on one of our TVs up here. That's kind of funny. Thank you for checking in today. I really appreciate it. I've got lots of stuff I'm going to get into. I'm going to preview or basically give you an idea of what's going on as far as South Carolina and Clemson baseball this weekend. Both teams are at a point where uh, they need some good stuff to happen this weekend if they want to obtain some of the goals that they have been working on. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, I've got a lot of stuff on the NFL draft. I've been kind of an NFL draft nerd today. I've been looking at all kinds of different things for different teams. I have some teams that did some things that were just absolutely insane. The list at 3.30 today are, in my opinion... Five players that are five impact players that are left and where they should go uh, before the third round starts this evening. Also, this afternoon, I'm going to talk. I've got my own letter to Vincent Kennedy McMahon, of course, the head of the WWE. Something's happening today with the WWE that uh, I don't really like. And basically, I think Vince McMahon has lost it. So we'll talk about that. That comes up this afternoon at about 3.40. Let's start with the NFL draft. Congratulations to Hayden Hurst, the tight end from South Carolina. Anytime you get drafted in the first round, that is a big deal. Hurst was, in my opinion, one of the, the best Gamecocks on the field this season. Just a great player. You wanted to watch where he was. Um, when he's out there on the field, I think he won the NC State game for the Gamecocks with his blocking. I think he's that he's that kind of a player. He's picked uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. It was funny on Twitter because uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. There were a lot of Ravens fans that were mad because they wanted Lamar Jackson, and then they end up getting Lamar Jackson late in the draft. Couple things on that. 
we'll start with the Lamar Jackson thing first, then I'll come back to Hayden Hurst. With Jackson, th- that is like a future pick. They could have gotten Jackson or somebody else could have gotten him later in the second round. I guess someone up there in Baltimore thinks, hey, you know, this kid's got it or whatever. But there are a lot of teams that didn't like Lamar Jackson. And I think some of it had to do with uh, some of his ability in the pocket. They questioned a lot of his intelligence as far as making reads and things like that. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that his mama was actually his representative. I think he had kind of a negative image out there with certain teams. And I think that ended up coming back to bite him just a little bit. Now, as far as being an athlete, he is definitely an athlete. 803-978-1832 if you want to get involved with the program today. 803-978-1832 if you want to get involved with the program today. Anything that I uh, touch on today that might tender your heart a little bit, you want to call me up about it, let me know. But Jackson is going to have time to sit on the bench for a little bit because they've got a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback there in Joe Flacco. What does this say to Joe Flacco, though? Is he on the way out? Obviously, they're drafting his replacement. And Flacco's not that old of a quarterback. The New York Giants have the number two pick in the draft. They have Eli Manning, who's 37 years old, which is ancient in NFL time. And by the way, you can't beat Father Time. Father Time is undefeated. He wins every time. There are some guys that can give him a, a more of a run, like uh, Tom Brady. Even Peyton Manning played late into his career. But the reality is, you can't beat Father Time. Now, here's the interesting thing, though, with with Jackson. He'll have some time to sit, and maybe he'll learn some stuff. But if he doesn't, you've wasted a first-round pick. And that's going to be on outgoing general manager um, Ozzie Newsom, I think is his name, for Baltimore. This is his last draft before he retires. So interesting pick there by the Ravens, even though the majority of their fan base, judging by my Twitter feed, they wanted Lamar Jackson because they don't like Joe Flacco. I mean, you win a Super Bowl for somebody and they don't like you anymore. That's insane. So getting back to Hayden Hurst, as I'm getting mocked on Facebook because I have a cold, I turn off my mic when I have to cough. And they're telling me to stop coughing on Facebook. So thank you for that, the Facebook Live audience today. But getting back to Hayden Hurst, here's what I've got on 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 uh, Hurst. There are a lot of Gamecock fans that are really, especially in the social media world, my friends that are Gamecock fans, they're all talking about Hayden Hurst going. And that is a great thing. But I ask you, Gamecock fans, where's your next first-round pick? Because after Hurst, do you think you have one down there? How many years before you get another first-round pick? Because according to my friends, that's how you determine if you're a a great college program is the amount of players you can put in the NFL. When I look at the South Carolina roster right now, tell me who your next first-round pick is. Is it Debo Samuel? You think he's going to be a first-round pick after this coming season? How about uh, Jake Bentley? I mean, I'm just waiting because uh, I don't really know who the next first-round pick will be. I do know that Gamecock fans want to spew at Clemson fans today about, we had a first-round pick and you didn't. 
Well, slow down a little bit. Clemson's had a first-round pick every year since, like, 2012. And the crazy thing is, is that according to a lot of pre-mock drafts for next season, which they're already doing that now. You haven't even finished this one. They're talking about first rounds for next season, which is insane. But you've got some drafts have Clemson with five players. Basically, one-sixth of next year's draft will be Clemson Tigers. That is pretty impressive on that front. Some teams that did good yesterday. Uh, there are several. We can get into uh, into that. I kind of like what the Jets did getting Sam Darnold. He's a, a typical quarterback. I say typical meaning he's the right size, can do what he needs to do in the pocket. We'll see if he's going to be a good pro. You never really know. Also, I like what the Denver Broncos did getting Bradley Chubb, the defensive end from North Carolina State. I think that's great. The Indianapolis Colts at number six. I like the fact that they got Quentin Nelson, the guard from Notre Dame, who was the best guard left in the draft. I think he's going to help that Colts offensive line and um, make them better. The Buffalo Bills getting Josh Allen at quarterback after they moved up in a trade. That's not a bad pick for them because they obviously need a quarterback. I like what the Chicago Bears did, getting Roquan Smith, the linebacker from Georgia. And the number nine pick with San Francisco, getting Mike McClinchy, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. That's going to help them as well. Now they're putting somebody out there to protect that quarterback they put all the money into last season, Garoppolo. So that's, that's smart there as far as 49ers fans go. Uh, 49ers, the 49ers team, not the fans. The fans are happy on that front. Now, I'm looking at a couple of other things that I don't like. i got to start with Cleveland. What the hell, Cleveland? Sometimes in life when you do things and you keep failing at them, you should try something different. So in 2010, in the third round, the Cleveland Browns took Colt McCoy. He's no longer with the team. In 2012, they used a first-round pick on Brandon Whedon. He's no longer with the team. In 2014, they used a first-round pick on Johnny Manziel. These are all quarterbacks. He's no longer with the team. 2016, they used a third-round pick on Cody Kessler. He's not doing much. Deshaun Kaiser, 2017 pick from Notre Dame, a second-rounder, and he's done nothing. Then you go and you draft Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield, he is, he has the swagger, he has the confidence, he has all of that. He left Oklahoma as the all-time Big 12 leader in yards per attempt and consecutive games with a touchdown pass. He can throw the football. There's things that he can do. But Baker Mayfield is short. Now, I'm short. All right, so, you know, short guys unite tomorrow, whatever. The big thing with that, though, is that he is so short. He's, he's right at six foot tall. And the first thing that people want to say is, is uh, the whole, well, Russell Wilson short and Drew Brees is short. Do you really think that Baker Mayfield has the athletic capabilities of Russell Wilson? I don't. Do you really think that he has, he's as accurate of a passer as Drew Brees? And can make the throws that Drew Brees makes. 
Now, bear in mind, you're comparing him to a Hall of Famer. I don't. The Cleveland Browns have lost their minds. They could have gone a ton of different directions. And what do they do? They draft basically a midget quarterback. And I tell you what, out online, hashtag says Johnny Football number two. He's right. Same thing with Rich Long. Same thing, brother. He's had problems off the field, fighting with cops, acting fool. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. All of this has happened and yet he gets to be the number one pick in the draft. And I'm not rooting against the kid. Don't get me wrong. But it's really interesting, though, that that's who they pick when they've got so many other holes. Now, last season, I thought they had a good draft. They got Jabril Peppers from Michigan, and they got, with the number one overall pick, they got uh, Miles Garrett from Texas A&M. That's a heck of a draft for, for any team. They could have supplemented the back end of that defense with Minka Fitzpatrick from Alabama, picked him at four, and they could have gotten Bradley Chubb at one, or they could have moved down a little bit and done some stuff like that. And the reason that I say that is because it comes back to the theory of if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and you're not very good at it, then you're just repeating insanity. Why would you continue to do that? I just gave you a list of quarterbacks that are horrible. Those are your draft picks, Cleveland. Stop picking quarterbacks. Spend money on free agency and go and get a guy like Garoppolo or someone like that that's already proven their worth in the NFL. That's who you need to go and get. You can't develop quarterbacks there in Cleveland. There's some kind of kryptonite up there, and it just doesn't work. But if you go, if you got Bradley Chubb on one side... And then you've got Miles Garrett on the other. And then Minka Fitzpatrick and Jabril Peppers as your secondary. You're making the playoffs next season. Not this season, but next season. If you can get some sort of offense going. Because you've got playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Now, I guess making the playoffs isn't important to Cleveland. But you could have a dynamic team right there with that core on the defense. The Baltimore Ravens, their their calling card when they had like the really good teams that were battling the Steelers in that AFC North, was built around defense. Why can't people do, do that? Have a great team and then start building with the defensive core. Five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Absolutely insane. Of those five, I think Rosen will play for Arizona. By the way, 
he came out and had had a great statement saying that uh guess what he is quote pissed he fell to the cardinals at the 10th pick and there were nine mistakes ahead of me so the nine guys picked ahead of him saquon barkley baker mayfield in josh rosen's mind you were all mistakes <laughs> i automatically like this guy automatically like him just because he point blank is basically telling them hey all of you made a mistake i'm going to go out here to arizona and i'm going to light some stuff up i don't know if he's going to do that or not but i kind of can root for that he's never really been in trouble he's been considered kind of aloof but he basically said you know what you pick me number 10 i'm going to kill the nine people that were picked ahead of me well i can promise you this you're going to kill cleveland sir those two that, that's not going to work up in Cleveland. That's just not going to happen. So one other team I'm going to rip today is the Dallas Cowboys. You draft Leighton Vander-ish. Ish. I hope I pronounced that correctly. From Boise State. From the blue turf. Listen, Dallas. What have you done to your offense? You've got Zeke Elliott. That's great. And you've got Dak Prescott. Now, what happens from there? You knew, I'm sure somebody knew that Jason Witten was going to retire like he said today. So basically, who is Dak Prescott going to throw the ball to? If you're a Cowboys fan, you should go and suit up because he doesn't have anybody else to throw the ball to. If you can halfway catch a ball, you might be able to make the Dallas Cowboys squad. They let Des Bryant go, which I can understand. Des Bryant's fallen off. They knew Jason Witten was going to retire uh, guess what? You could have gotten Hayden Hurst to replace Jason Witten. At least have somebody for Dak Prescott to throw the ball to. Now what do you got? You got nothing. Yes, you got some help on the linebacking core. And uh, from what I've seen on some of the stuff with this kid Vander Esch from uh, Boise State, he's a good linebacker. But you needed some wide receivers. You needed somebody to throw the ball to. Because if not, they're going to key up on the line waiting for Zeke Elliott and they're going to beat him into an early retirement. They ask her uh, on Facebook Live, they're talking about Cole Beasley. Well, that's great, but after Cole Beasley, you need more than one wide receiver, sir. He doesn't really have anybody to throw the ball to, so I think Dallas made an error in, in that. So we'll get into that in just a little bit. If you think I'm kind of crazy on that front, give me a call at 803-978-1832. The draft continues tonight. I've got a list of players that uh, are still out there and where they should go. I'll talk to you about that at about 3.30 today. When we come back, we're going to get into baseball. You've got Carolina and Clemson both with pivotal series in my mind. If each one of them wants to uh, get closer to the goal they're trying to obtain this season. So we'll talk about that. Be sure to check out my blog. It's on FoxSportsRadio1400.com. The keyword is Rob up top. 120-pound catfish. Someone caught a 120-pound catfish. Yeah, pictures are online. FoxSportsRadio1400.com. Keyword Rob. Go and check that out. Really great stuff there. Make sure you follow me on Twitter as well. When we come back, we're going to get into baseball. I'm going to tell you why I think Vince McMahon has turned into a eunuch. All that and a lot more right here in just a moment. You're listening to The Rundown with Rob. I'll be right back. 
Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. Appreciate you listening today. Tell your friends about the show. Let them know that you like the Chucky guy with the beard. He says things that make you angry, but you still like him. There are folks on Facebook Live that are watching as well. They're peppering me with uh, questions uh, throughout the break. Some things like uh, Jerry, Jerry, of course, referring to uh, the Dallas Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, has the money. He'll be able to spend it. Okay. Fine, if you think so. And he'll get some receivers. I think Julio Jones is going to the Dallas Cowboys. All right. 803-978-1832. I don't think he wants to go and play for Dallas. I don't know. He's got a got a great quarterback there in Matt Ryan. Not that Dak Prescott's an awful quarterback, but he's not Matt Ryan. So, all right, let's get into baseball real quick here. Both South Carolina and Clemson have huge series in my mind this weekend. I think it means more for the Gamecocks at this front because, as I've said this week, the Gamecocks are 9-9 nine and nine in SEC play right now. They travel to play at number 17, Vanderbilt. Vandy is 10-8 uh, and eight in, ACC, in SEC play. Getting the ball tonight for South Carolina's freshman Logan Chapman. He'll square off against Drake Fellows, a sophomore right-hander for Vanderbilt. Adam Hill gets the ball on Saturday. Cody Morris will get the ball on Sunday for the Gamecocks. Now, as I said, they need to go 15-15 and 15 overall to have a chance to make the tournament. Anything less than that, and it's going to be it's going to be curtains there for the Gamecocks tournament hopes. I think they need to uh they got to go 6 and 6 the rest of the way. They've got they've got obviously the uh 12 games left and four series. So if you win all four series, there you go. But starting on the road at Vanderbilt, not an easy place to play for the Gamecocks. And we will see if it's amazing with this Gamecock baseball team because they'll have sets where they can just go out and they just hang hang numbers like crazy. Getting 15 runs against Florida. They've had um, 13 runs against, what was it? As I look at my schedule here, I'm trying to find. They, they blew out Kentucky by some massive number. I think they hung like 15 on Kentucky. Yeah, 15-1 to 1 over Kentucky, 12-1 to 1 over the Citadel. They've had games where they put up, put up some big numbers. And then they have games where they go flat. They've lost to, of course, VMI. They've lost to Furman. They've lost, to, they've lost a game to the Citadel. They've lost a game to Presbyterian. And in those games... They're not hitting the ball very well. So the question will come down to, I think the pitching is is pretty good there. It just comes down to, can the Gamecocks get their bats and their mojo right on that front? Clemson, on the other hand, they have won, it's like four games in a row, something like that, for the Clemson Tigers. They're 14-7 and in ACC play. They traveled to Virginia, who is 9-12 and in conference play. The Tigers are ranked 12th overall in the D1 baseball polls. Right now, they're listed in their regional projections as having 
an actual regional at Clemson, the number 15 seed. For Clemson, they have won five games in a row. They won both of their midweek games over Kennesaw State and Presbyterian after a sweep over Wake Forest. Now they hit the road. If the Tigers want to stay on the host front, they've got to go and at least take this series with Virginia. If you slip on too many series, especially with teams that are towards the upper end of the ACC, because you got to remember, at the back end of their schedule, they've got a series with Florida State, but then they've got a series with Pitt and a series with Austin P. Austin P. What are you playing Austin P for this time of the year? I don't get that. So Virginia is, um, they've won two of their three games at Louisville last week, and they hit 271 on the year. The Tigers will send out uh, Jacob Hennessy on the mound tonight against Derek Casey. Saturday is Brooks Crawford, and Sunday is Jake Higginbotham. So my question to you, if you're listening out there, you can call at 803-978-1832. Do you think that Clemson or South Carolina both need to win these series to keep their goals, or can they bounce back? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary VTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus I think if Clemson gets swept I think they're out of the, the host front just judging by the rest of their schedule South Carolina I think they they need to they really need to think about taking two of three if they want to get on off of the bubble which is what D1 baseball says they're at right now and on to right into the tournament the Gamecocks have the pitching that if they do get into the tournament, they're going to cause some problems. They would be a tough two or three seed. And geographically, they would probably put them in a Clemson regional, a coastal regional. Can you imagine being coastal Carolina and you've scrapped your way up to, let's say, get, you know, maybe the the 14 regional seed or whatever, and you get South Carolina in your regional? Not to take anything away from from Coastal Carolina or even East Carolina. But that would be a tough out, knowing you've got to play the Gamecocks at some point. And Mark Kingston looking to put a stamp on his first season with, it would go a long way with the Gamecock fan base if he was able to win enough games to get into the tournament and then advance to the Super Regional. I think Gamecock fans would have a fit over that. Clemson, on the other hand, I think they need to make it to the Super Regional. Or it's, you know, everybody's still happy with Monty Lee, but you got to keep moving forward. And I think the next step for Clemson is moving forward enough where they can host a home regional and then win that home regional. If they can do that, you know, I think that that's, that's kind of a movement up for the Clemson team. And once you get into Super Regional play, you never know what can happen. You've had teams that are unranked that have won the entire College World Series. That happens. But I do think both teams really need to keep their chin up this weekend and try to bring home some wins to the Palmetto State if they both want their postseason dreams to be a little clearer. 
Clemson's going to make the tournament regardless, but the Gamecocks, they're kind of on the outside looking in. So first pitch tonight is at uh, 6.30 Central Time for the Gamecocks. to be 7.30 our time. Clemson, they pitch tonight at 6 o'clock. So if you want to catch some of those games, the ACC Network will have the Clemson game. And for South Carolina, it'll be on the SEC Network Plus channel. So you can check those out. All right, when we come back, I've got the list here. My list today is five players left in the NFL draft that I think could make an instant impact this season and where I think they should go. So we'll have that in the list in just a moment. Also, I have problems with Vince McMahon. I know he considers himself like the alpha male of alpha males. Well, I think he's turned into a eunuch. If you don't know what a eunuch is, Google it. I can't really tell you what it is on the air because that would involve words that I'm not supposed to use. But basically, Vince McMahon has turned into a eunuch. And since he's done that, I'm going to call him out on it because the average WWE fan's not because they have too much respect for him. I think he needs someone to challenge him today. I will challenge him. He's going to have to hear me in Saudi Arabia. He's probably listening on the iHeartRadio app. You too can listen on the iHeartRadio app if you're roaming around Columbia or if you're traveling. I have some folks that travel that listen on the iHeartRadio app, and we appreciate that. You can also listen on the podcast. Vince McMahon, he can have someone give him the podcast, which you can find at FoxSportsRadio1400.com, or you can check it out on iTunes. Just pull it up in your iTunes app there and uh, type the rundown with Rob. And the podcast is there at your fingertips. So we'll get into that in just a moment. We'll also talk about the Columbia Fireflies and how, uh, how their, se- their week has gone. They are ready to get out of the port city. Let's just leave it at that. So we'll talk about the Fireflies in just a moment. And I've got a couple of other little things. How about some draft rankings where, where people were rated in high school? Some of these numbers may surprise you. We'll talk about that in a lot more in just a moment. This is The Rundown with Rob. I'll be right back. the rundown check out rob's blog at foxsportsradio1400.com strap in it's time for the list welcome back to the rundown with rob sanders here is today's list the list is five players left in the draft i think will make an impact this season and where i think they should go number five darius geis the running back from lsu He is a physical runner, can do a lot of things in between the tackles. I think he could take some pressure off of Jameis Winston. I dub the a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Please go down there and help out famous Jameis. Nick Chubb, the running back from Green Bay. Sonny Michelle was taken ahead of Nick Chubb. If you'd have told me that, because there was, I read something where there were like five teams that said, medical issues we're going to keep Sonny Michelle from being drafted at all he's picked in the first round by the New England Patriots the New England Patriots getting a first round running back normally they get castoffs and running backs that nobody wants turns them into all pros they last for a season here or there they play with Tom Brady they get some of the Tom Brady dust sprinkled on their head they look awesome for a season then they go away but they really like Sonny Michelle up there but Nick Chubb is a running back and he can help Aaron Rodgers. So please, I dub thee a Green Bay Packer. Number three. on Johnson, another running back for the Auburn Panthers. 
for the Auburn Tigers. Why am I saying the Panthers? That's because of my notes. I think he should go to the Carolina Panthers. Could you imagine a one-two punch of Christian McCaffrey and Carrion Johnson? When the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, they always had some great running backs. But you have Cam Newton back there, and you have the ability of a pass catcher in Christian McCaffrey, and then Carrion Johnson running in between the tackles. That could be an interesting setup there for the Carolina Panthers. So I'm sending you to Charlotte, Carrion Johnson. Number two. Mason Rudolph, the quarterback from Oklahoma State, the guy that apparently was not good enough to play for the University of South Carolina, according to the former Gamecock coaching staff. He just went to Oklahoma State and just killed every passing record known to man. Mason Rudolph, I think, will be Tom Brady's next successor. If he's there, the New England Patriots need to draft him and let him sit behind Tom Brady for a year or two and learn something. Come under the learning tree, young man. Learn some stuff from old Grandpa Brady, and then you could be the next quarterback of the New England Patriots. And finally... Will Hernandez, who is that? Oh, he's just the best guard left in the draft. He plays for Texas El Paso. And you know what? If your team is having issues running the ball simply because they're getting blown off the line, I give you Will Hernandez. So insert run, uh, running game problem team here. There you go. So Will Hernandez, I think, is I think he's the highest rated player left on the board overall. Rated at like 15 overall. But see, they try to draft so many pretty boy quarterbacks. That's why we had five of them drafted in the first round. Half of them will bust. And half of those teams that where this quarterback busted, they would love to have a guy like Will Hernandez, who is now the best guard left in the draft. They would love to have him, but they wasted on, on quarterbacks like Baker Mayfield. Insanity. So there's your list for today, this Friday. All right, into a couple, some new stuff here. If you want to respond to the list, 803-978-1832, 803-978-1832 is the number. A lot of times you hear stories about folks, uh, especially guys that are really talented, and all of a sudden things go wrong for them. They do something they're not supposed to do. Someone needs to grab Martavis Bryant and just kind of shake him a little bit. The guy has all the talent in the world, the former Clemson wide receiver. But he couldn't put down the pot, basically. And he's up in uh, at Pittsburgh. And you Steelers fans, I know a lot of I know a lot of Steelers fans like Martavis Bryant. Gave Ben Roethlisberger another option to throw the ball to. But now, he's been traded to the Raiders. And he'll join Amari Cooper over there. He'll have the ball thrown to him by Derek Carr. Pretty good quarterback. But he wanted out of Pittsburgh and, and believed there was a chance he would get dealt sometime this offseason is what he said. And he's been training in Las Vegas, meaning that he's basically told the Steelers, yeah, I don't want anything else to do with you. He's a great wide receiver on the physical front, but for some reason, he's just had issues. And if you're a Clemson fan, you kind of just want to shake him because he had he did there was stuff that he could have done while he was at Clemson, 
and he just didn't do them. So Martavis Bryant is, is, in my opinion, kind of a waste of talent. He's got the talent to be, in my probably a top 10 receiver in the NFL on the physical front, but million-dollar body, 10-cent brain. That's about where he's at. Please put down the pipe, sir. That would be the best thing I can say to you. Because he's admitted he's had issues with that. I'm not saying anything that's not out there. Even though last week we had the uh, the discussion about like 80% of the NFL's on on pot anyway. Yeah, but I don't think Martavis is smoking it for pain. I think he just likes the hippie lettuce. So you kind of just want to go up to Martavis and just be like, hey, come here, man. Let me pull you aside a little bit. So like my grandpa used to do when I would do something dumb. You know, it used to be the old the old spanking of the butt when I was a kid, but when I was like 13 or 14, it's like, come on, son, come over here. Come under the learning tree, young man. Let me explain something to you. That's what I would get. And someone needs to do that with Martavis Bryant, but it has to be somebody he respects because obviously Dabo Sweeney couldn't get to him. The Clemson coaching staff couldn't get to him. The Pittsburgh coaching staff couldn't get to him. Ben Roethlisberger couldn't get to him. Le'Veon Bell, I'm sure they've all had words with Martavis Bryant. Now he's going to go to Oakland, and he's going to deal with a completely new coaching staff, completely new quarterback, and he's got a new coach that hopefully John Gruden can get in his head and tell him, look, you have God-given talent. You could be one of the best in the league. Or you can be a bum. Which one do you want to be? Because it's the road's forking here, brother. You got to make sure you choose the right fork now. And I think that it ends up with him having to stay off of the marijuana and keep your head right. So good thoughts there, hopefully, for Martavis Bryant. Hopefully he can get his self squared away. In my next segment, we're going to take a break here in just a moment. I'm going to talk about how Vince McMahon has turned into a eunuch. I want somebody to send him the podcast of this show because he's over in Saudi Arabia right now. And they're doing the greatest Royal Rumble. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, make sure he gets this podcast because he needs to hear it. He has so many people that are around him that just, oh, Vince McMahon, you're so awesome. And a lot of WWE fans are that way too. Vince McMahon's awesome. Look what he's done. Yeah, you've turned into a eunuch, Mr. McMahon. And I'm going to tell you why. That's in my next segment. Also, I'll tell you about the Columbia Fireflies and how they are happy to get out of the port city. Rough times for the Fireflies the past couple of uh, days. Also, I've got some rankings here that are interesting as far as everybody follows recruiting and we've got this five-star and they've got that five-star. If you look at the NFL draft, the first-round picks, where some of these guys are ranked when they came out of high school, Maybe shocking to some of you. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. As I mentioned, the podcast, you can check that out anytime. Go to FoxSportsRadio1400.com. It's right there on my blog page. You can also find it on iTunes. Just search for The Rundown with Rob. Also, stay tuned in this afternoon for Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk. He's got great stuff uh, set up for you on a Friday afternoon. It's the best way to ride home is listening to Clemson Sports Talk. So, Lawton will join me as soon join you as soon as I'm done here with the rundown. All that and a lot more right here in just a moment. This is the rundown with Rob Sanders. I'll be right back.
Welcome back to The Rundown. Follow Rob on Twitter at RobSoundsGood. Welcome back to The Rundown. I'm Rob Sanders. As I said earlier, Lawton Swan likes to watch Lifetime Network. He's up in here trying to tell me it's not him. Would you like to uh, maybe defend yourself here, sir? Lawton Swan stepped into studio. Are you watching Lifetime, and uh, what are you watching on Lifetime, sir? I now this is honest to goodness the defense. Yep. I don't even know which TV you're talking about. So on this Lifetime. TV that's right above me, the one that's on the left. No, not me. Okay, so not you're me. sure you're not watching the Lifetime Network? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I watch like I think I watch the Wii Network because it's got Monk on there. I think. Are you serious? Whichever channel Monk is on. You're watching the Wii Network. If Monk's on it, yes. Wow. I don't. I well, if Monk's not on it, I don't watch it. I don't know if Monk's actually on it. I just believe that's the channel he's on. But I'm telling you, I don't know anything about Lifetime on that TV. Mm-hmm. What do we got here, Doctor Sanjay Gupta? No, it's Doctor Oz. It's Doctor Oz above me to the right. I'm in a sports talk studio where there's no football draft talk or anything on. Well, I just we left cover them here. what's important. I just left them on because I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to hurt your soul when you came in today. That I changed your. Uh, your channels that are going to the uh, to the female variety of the species. What's I, what's wrong with a Target commercial in the? Uh, That's uh, not what's on here. Okay, it's like Oprah's hair tips. No one wants to watch Oprah's hair tips, but you. I don't have hair. <laughs> Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. He'll join you in just a few moments. It's funny because I'm mocking Lawton Swan about watching <laughs> watching uh, Lifetime. And then this segment, I'm, it's like I'm going to be campaigning for women's rights. And I'll tell you why. I mentioned earlier about a Vince McMahon turning into a eunuch. If you don't know who Vince McMahon is, he's the head of WWE. Considered like the best wrestling promoter in the world. This is the guy that gave us things like Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rock. You name it on the wrestling front. Vince McMahon was behind it if you were a WWF fan. For the past 18 months, though, the WWE has been pushing down the fans' throats this setup where they call it the women's revolution, where they're trying to highlight the female wrestlers that are on the roster. Now, there are going to be some hardcore guys that don't like the female wrestlers. I don't like women watching, whatever. I've been watching some of the women that are wrestling, and I tell you what, these ladies can get after it. I mean, really, really get after it. If you go and watch a Charlotte Flair match or a Sasha Banks match, a Bailey match, whatever, if you're a true wrestling fan, you're going to enjoy this stuff. They do use the wrestling term, steal the show. Now, going on right now is what's called the Greatest Royal Rumble, which is on the WWE Network. Now, after they've been pushing it down our throat for 18 months, these women are awesome. We may have a woman main event WrestleMania next year. Wait, hold the phone. We've gone from Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, and now we're going to have two women that are the main event. That is some progress. And that's awesome. I think that's great. If they do have the right setup there with the right card, you could have an all-female WrestleMania next year. But guess what? Vince McMahon decided, oh, I'm going to have, quote, the greatest Royal Rumble. 50 wrestlers doing their thing. Seven championship matches. It's going to be in Saudi Arabia, though. 
and we're not going to have a woman, a women's match on the card, and not even, and even better than that, we're not going to have our female ring announcer. We're not going to have the females in the back interviewing people. We're not going to have the female valets that come down with, with certain wrestlers. We're not going to have any of that. Oh, no. So I say to you, Mr. McMahon, you, you serve turned into a eunuch. If you don't know what eunuch is, Google it. I can't really tell you what it is, but that's the term that I've come up with. And it's sad because either A, you really don't believe everything you've been pushing down our throats, or B, you've kind of sold out just so you could get the WrestleMania or the, the WWF brand, WWE brand, into Saudi Arabia, which I hate to break this to you, but you sold out that arena over there today. Do you really think these people weren't watching on the WWE Network and they might have seen a Charlotte Flair match? The way to deal with that, sir, because I know that someone's going to send him this podcast and he should listen. The way to deal with that is, is that you tell them, look, if you want the WWE, then you get the entire WWE. You don't get this half bore stuff. Not to take away from the guys that are over there working. The Undertaker is 60 years old. He's out there working a match today. Not to take away from him. But it kind of it kind of kicks the women in the face saying, you know what, we built you up for 18 months and we may have you main event WrestleMania next year. But a Friday afternoon special that we're doing in Saudi Arabia, you can't you can't go. Period. Simply because you're a woman because of the beliefs of this country. So Mr. McMahon, the guy who told all the other promoters, you know, I'm taking over, etc. As you've gotten older, you've become a eunuch, sir, and you can fix it yourself. You could be the trailblazer. Tell them point blank, if you want the WWF brand, this is how you're going to get it because the guys over there, they're watching, I assure you. They know who Charlotte Flair is. They know who Sasha Banks is. So stop it. Okay, enough of that. High school recruiting rankings. You get these all the time. Lawton's going to tell you in a little bit about a three- or four-star recruit that just signed with Clemson today, a linebacker. I think he's from Virginia, if I remember correctly. You can get more information from his website, ClemsonSportsTalk.com, a complete rundown on this young man that just uh, signed the dotted or, or basically said, hey, I'm coming to Clemson today. But if you look at... Some of the recruiting rankings when these guys were coming out of high school. The number one pick in the draft is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. You don't get your first five-star recruit until Minka Fitzpatrick, the defensive back for, uh, for Miami. But you've also got one player that was not rated at all. And that would be Gamecock tight end, Hayden Hurst. It's amazing because, especially college football fans, they look at all these recruiting rankings and, oh, this guy's great, that guy's great. And then you have the same fans that are like, well, my school is awesome because we had this many people drafted, etc. And then you look at the top of the draft and you've got more three stars than you've got five stars and four stars combined. You even got one guy that's not rated at all, and that would be Hayden Hurst, of course, the, the tight end that 
ended up going to the Baltimore Ravens. So I give you that today, and I know Lawton's going to tell you a lot about this young man that's coming up, but stars don't mean everything. The three-star recruit could turn into the number one quarterback in the, in, in the draft. That's what happened with Baker Mayfield. Like I put that question out earlier, who's your next first-round draft pick, Gamecocks? Is it Debo Samuel? Is it You can catch that game live right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. First pitch for that game is at 7.05. So Kevin Fitzgerald and the crew for the Fireflies will be on the air at 6.45. Every pitch, every game right here on Fox Sports Radio 1400. If you enjoyed the show today, make sure you tell a friend about it. Also, you can uh, download the podcast if you missed some of it. That's at FoxSportsRadio1400.com. I've also got it set up where you can get it on iTunes. Real simple. Just type in the rundown with Rob. You can subscribe. And every day, if you miss the show, it'll be right there in your smartphone. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rob Sounds Good. Up next is Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. He's going to give you the rundown, his thoughts on the NFL draft. He may tell you where some Clemson Tigers are going to go. Because I know a lot of Clemson fans are, are wondering about that. Where's, uh, where's Deion Kane going? Where's Dorian O'Daniel going? Lawton may have the, the news on that. Be sure to check out Lawton here in just a moment. And with that, this week's show is a wrap. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.